It's the Guns Radio Podcast, coming to you on all of these awesome platforms throughout the entire internet, courtesy, of course, of GunsAndRadio.com. As always, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. This is episode number 20, yeah, episode number 26. I'm losing track already. I'm getting old. (laughs) That is the hardest thing for me to do sometimes, is keep track of what episode we're on. But uh, glad we do. And I also was glad to hear today from the episode that we played. Our ads are finally working. And oh, yeah. Spotify. Finally. It'd be nice if they would, you know, when we had those funny jokes, that would have been great if there was an ad to time in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's okay. We're going to forgive you, and we're going to keep doing this podcast on your platform because people will listen to it there. So. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Yes. Speaking of which... At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. You like that transition there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. Oh, yeah. We got a lot. Uh, we got a nice, uh, nice, good, fat format today. A lot of good yeah, stuff yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but first, before we get started talking about all the cool stuff we got to talk about, let's go ahead and do our shout-outs and talk about our social media. Yeah, uh, let's, we're going to get started with the shoutouts. I only got like two really quick shoutouts uh, for this week's episode. Um, Shout-out to the uh, Guns N' Roses Chile fan club. They just followed us on Twitter. Shout-out nice. out to them holding it the fourth down over there in uh, Santiago, Chile. All our South American fans. Badass. I love Badass. that we're going global, man. You gotta love that. Yeah, slowly but surely. And speaking of going global, um, our next shout-out is to... Uh, 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 someone that you recently made contact with, Dustin. Um, Slasher, Slasher, all the way from Poland. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yeah, he. Uh, a long time ago, I reached out to him uh, when his uh, YouTube channel got rangered, uh, and all of his music videos are gone, which were some of my favorite because most of the songs he does don't have music videos to them. Mm-hmm. And then this guy is amazing with video editing. And I'm a guy that does video editing. So, I, you know what I mean? I know these mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And just the, the footage he took uh, and made it look good. Like cell phone footage and shit like that. And he spliced it together. And he puts together these great music videos. And then they were here. Then they were gone. And a long time ago, I'd reached out to him. And I'd asked him, whatever happened to your channel, man? Like, I mm-hmm. thought these were gone forever. And uh, this weekend, at the time that we're recording this, he sent me all of his music videos. <laughs> and I'm a happy man. I've been binging them again, showing them to my friends and stuff. Like, see, I wasn't crazy. There's a, there's a, 
they're they're your man. They're just phenomenal, you know, pieces of work, man. So definitely a shout out to him. Uh, we maybe we'll get him on here in the future. Hopefully, we'll see. That'll be nice. I I did drop the invite, so yes, there's yes, that. Yes. And, and thank I, you. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry, you were saying. I was just gonna say thank you to everybody that downloaded messages, which was episode twenty four. It ran twenty three. What was twenty four then? Twenty four is who's the blame? The Duff McKagan song, dude. That's right. Yeah. My bad. We're behind on recording these. So at the time yeah. of this recording, messages aired last week, mm-hmm. and it blew up like crazy, and is still going up as we speak. Oh, insane! Yeah, I was actually going to mention that. Good thing we know. We're just thinking alike here, Dustin, because, like, I was going to say shout out to you guys, the listeners, our fans and friends. Like, that episode has, like, blown the hell up, and we're trying trying to figure out how the hell did it reach over 450 downloads in a week? Because, like, none of our stuff is, like, three days. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, in two days, it hit 100, and then after that, it just, like, off with the ball and running. I know, and I was so happy to see that, and I'm so happy that you guys downloaded the show and checked it out you really don't understand we appreciate that and uh it makes us feel really good that's now our number one episode yeah it beat it beat our episode number one by a lot so yeah. like that's pretty good that's saying yeah, something because episode one beat everything else by such a huge margin mm-hmm. and then for something to come along and overthrow that um uh, Maybe uh maybe who's to blame the one that came out today at the, at the time that we're recording this will uh repeat that success and if it does thank you guys again yeah hopefully hopefully it gets close to that somewhere close to that I think yeah. it definitely could there's potential yeah so we definitely want to say something about that and let you guys know and we do see our numbers growing there like that and uh even who's to blame has gone up um a lot quicker than than they normally do yeah so if you guys are listening right now and you're new to the podcast you're coming in on this wave uh welcome aboard yeah we hope uh we hope we don't disappoint (laughs) and uh also you should check out our social media pages Mm -hmm. because uh we're on instagram at guns and radio pod also on twitter at guns and radio pod and Chris, yeah, we're real close, really close to that 100 followers mark. Yeah, as of right now, we're at 93 Twitter followers, so we need seven more to get okay. that bonus show goal. And we'll put up a poll there on our on Twitter, and we'll put one up on our Discord server, which you can also join at our website, GunsAndRadio.com. And when I put the poll there, you guys are going to decide. Uh, a certain topic maybe we'll cover two songs in a week um or whatever other ideas you may have if uh, the rest of the fans like your idea hey we'll do it we're definitely gonna cover a song in that bonus show yes we don't know how we're gonna approach that if we're gonna spin the wheel if we're gonna let you guys decide we'll figure all of that out uh when the time comes which by the time this airs the time may come because when i checked it earlier today we only had 90 twitter followers yeah so that's that's also really good to see that improving and growing uh, is there anything else anything I'm leaving out uh, we've covered we've covered our shoutouts we've covered our social medias we're 
Oh, we're on we're Pandora on now. Yes. Oh, I almost forgot I about almost that, too. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that's important. We finally have made it to Pandora. So, Woo. everybody listening on Pandora for the first time, we hope you're enjoying the show. We hope that you uh, check out the backlog of past episodes, and we also hope you'll come over and join us at GunsAndRadio.com. And head over to our Discord page, where you can join the conversation. You can chat with us. We're always on there, and we're pretty active on there. Well, yeah, but we try to be, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, it may not be, like, immediately. We can't just, like, instantly reply to everything. Mm. But we do within the day. Oh, yeah. We try. All right, well... I guess let's move on. Let's talk about the news. Yeah, there's plenty of it. Um, GNR has got a stadium tour. The never-ending tour continues, but oddly enough, it's not long. It's not not in this lifetime. It's just the 2020 tour. So I don't know what's up with that. That doesn't make any sense because you would think they would continue the not in this lifetime tour. Yeah, but know. I think. I think continuing a tour under the same name and brand, it just I think like it just gets old after a while. Who knows? Yeah. And I'm and I'm thinking, you know, they started off this reunion stuff with a stadium tour and they're starting this sort of new leg of touring with another stadium tour. So I'm thinking something big may happen here. And I'm not everyone everyone's gonna be like, Oh, they're not releasing new music. I'm not saying they could. They they are. I'm not sorry, I'm not saying they're it's guaranteed new music. I'm saying it's possible. Because, or else, why would they be doing a stadium tour? I mean, they money in the last four years. Yeah, realistically, I, mean, I see what you mean, but I mean, mm. most of the shit, a lot of the shit they do, don't make no sense. No way. Yeah. So I try not to apply logic. Let a little thing like logic. Uh. Mm. <laughs> come in the way but uh it's actually three weeks away when the uh, stadium tour begins it's going to start in mexico city mexico then it's going to go to san jose and i'm not going to try to pronounce most of these places because i would totally butcher them but the good news is is that they're coming to north america uh in july so we still have that to look forward to. I know you said you were going to be attending there. Yeah, you can, you all can find me at the uh, Toronto show Monday, July 13th. I'm probably going to do like a try and organize a little bit of like a meetup. You guys can meet me there. We'll talk, the shoot the shit, you know, and enjoy a good show. So more details are going to come probably closer to the show. So I definitely want to see, you know, some of you guys, if you're like some of our Canadian listeners, if you're going to be coming to the show or anyone even coming out of the country wherever definitely love to meet up with you guys there oh yeah that'd be really cool i wish i could be there uh, that's yeah. going to be at the rogers center in toronto and uh smashing pumpkins is going to be opening for them you brought yeah. that to my attention earlier when we were uh just kind of chatting before we got started here yeah that's huge like the smashing pumpkins are going to be they're like a special guest sort of i think for the first like five or six dates on the tour yeah, and Toronto's one of them, so that's awesome. Because I've always wanted to see the Smashing Pumpkins. I oh, just yeah. was like not crazy about seeing them just like solo, but like this, this is definitely worth the price of admission. You're seeing, you know, Smashing Pumpkins. You're seeing GNR. It's probably gonna be one more band because I oh, noticed yeah. it does say it starts at six p.m. 
Unless it's just doors open at 6, then I don't know. Well, you know, show starts around 7. We go on stage about 12. Well, (laughs) no, nowadays they actually go on time. I know, right? That was impressive. That impressed me when I went the last time. This time, yeah. Worrying is not a waste of Axel's fucking time. (laughs) Don't have to worry about waiting on his ass. That's true. I mean, the most I think he's made people wait in the last four years is like half an hour. Yeah, I mean, that was about how Lottery in Life was, about 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, and I think the first, one of the first Vegas shows, that was like the first half hour, they made people wait or whatever. I'm still on the fence, like July 26th, they're coming to Wrigley Field in Chicago. I'm on the fence about whether or not I'm going to attend that show. Uh, a lot of things have to fall, because for one, that falls on a Sunday, and... Things have to, uh, you know what I mean. I'm a working man, and so mm. things just have to have to fall into place uh, just right for me to be able to uh, to plan on something, going to something like that, and to be able to go to Chicago, all the way to Chicago, I should say. But you know, mm. you never know. I mean, I may end up going, may have a good time, and if I do, uh, like you said, I'll also try to organize. Uh, a meet up somewhere and get to hang out with some people and meet some fans and things like that. That's one oh, yeah. of the things about going CGNR, man, that you find if you start going and you get those uh, those uh, floor tickets where you got to wait in line all day to get right in front of the stage, mm. you see the same people at so many shows. <laughs> and, uh, uh, those are my kind of people, then. But what's cool is, man, it'll be... Like I, I could this Chicago show could be tomorrow. I haven't been front row in a GNR concert in years, but I mean, well, louder than live. But I mean, I don't think that really counts. I wasn't even right at yeah. the front by the time they came on. Yeah, uh, that's more like festival seating. Yeah, but really? um, I think 2013 was the last time I did that. And no matter where I went, whether it was Vegas, uh. Texas, like no matter where it was, you always see the same groups of people there, and they're really cool people. The mm. the people that I met, I made some really good friends that way, and uh, I really enjoyed their company, and I really enjoyed, you know, like just hanging out, shooting shit, talking about the band, like kind of like we're doing here tonight. Pretty much, yeah. The only so thing, you. Yeah. only thing I was thinking about was Smashing Pumpkins. Now, you know, Billy Corgan. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, Billy Corgan, I'm a big wrestling fan. I mean, been in yeah, the we business. both are. Been in the business since 2004. Mm-hmm. That I've been in that freaking business, and I've been keeping an eye on the NWA since the NWA came back. And, you know, Billy Corgan will be in the vignettes and the videos talking about, like, the 10 pounds of gold and all that shit. And it's like, Mm. man, I just can't quit looking at his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, motherfucker, you are really, really rich. You you should not have a grill like that. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, if anything, you should look at his head because he looks like Jack Skellington, but with, like, someone... Put like a peach Crayola crayon and he just get really white is. skin. <laughs> Literally, really he's like the ugliest some bitch on the planet. But man, he can play he's, that guitar. 
Yeah, he's odd. That's what I'm gonna say. He's out there. He's like <laughs> Axl Rose of like grunge music. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> just like the positions these guys done. Like Billy Corgan at one point was just like it was just him and the Smashing Pumpkins, and it was him doing everything Dang. for a few years. It was kind of like Axl Rose, but Axl Rose had just had hired hands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. But uh, hey, man, uh, I hope you get some good photos. Hope you get Damn to meet. Right. Uh, hope you get to meet the band. They might Hopefully. do that in Canada. They don't do that shit in the U.S. like they do internationally. Meet and greets? No, it's the same VIP packages they've been selling for the last three, four years. Well, how do all these people like in South America and shit always get the like pictures of them hanging out with the band and fucking the the the, the parking lot and shit? Yeah, these people are fucking crazy. They find out what hotel they're staying at and they're just there like for hours, just mm-hmm. waiting for like one of them to come out and they go, "Axel, Axel, fuck shit." <laughs> they're just like running and then, no I would never please <laughs> Axel this is my Chris Caputo impression since we did impressions on the last episode yeah the la- or the last one that aired <laughs> yeah, yeah this is my 24. Chris Caputo impression <clears throat> hey there Axel <laughs> <laughs> come here that's me or Barry White <laughs> I said come here boy <laughs> Boy, boy, I'm done twice here. <laughs> I, I like that singing you do. Yeah, I was going to say, Axel, you're as old as my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That is funny. In other news, uh, I got I got a couple of things I thought might be fun to talk about. Sure thing. D. Snyder of Twisted Sister today. Uh, mm-hmm. has endorsed a petition to have ACDC play the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, I've been seeing this recently. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that, like ACDC playing the Super Bowl. Brian Johnson's back in the fold now, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Rumor has it they're supposed to release a new album this year and then do a nice big world tour. Yeah, I'm just worried about his hearing, man. Like, you might have found a doctor to say it's okay, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, if you asked a hundred doctors and finally one said it was okay, mm. and that's the opinion you're going to take, mm, mm. that's not going to lower them decimals at an ACDC concert. Yeah, but I feel like the technology now in the last like four years has advanced probably enough for him that he can still do that stuff without losing anything in his hearing. Because I remember in like interviews he was talking about. Um, like getting these new uh, hearing aids and all this stuff, and he's like working to get back on stage, basically. And so I think finally now they found the right sort of things for him to use, I guess. In okay. A way. The monitors. Yeah. Are... Yeah, for like hearing aids and ear stuff like that, so he doesn't like go completely. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing with a lot of rock stars and a lot of people that deal with the media. They their hearing is for like Vince McMahon, for example. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but Vince is notorious for his hearing sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, he's not even out there like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I guess he, he was out there a lot in the 90s, but he wears those headsets and shit all the time. Yeah. Which worries me, man, because I wear a headset a lot of times in my job, and then I come here and put this on. Yeah. But, man, you can't fuck around with your sight, and you can't fuck around with your hearing. Absolutely. No way. That's the that's the that's the scariest things. But I hope he does good, man. I hope he's back. I hope he's doesn't miss a beat. 
and I hope we never mention his his health or his hearing again. That would be great. Yeah, because honestly, ACDC is not the same without Brian Johnson. That guy's been the voice of that band since, what, the 80s? You're right. It really isn't. And Axel was great. Like, that was neat. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. It was like a fever dream for, like, for a lot of rock fans. It, it like, really was, man. It was like an interesting mashup, sort of, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not putting ACDC songs in our lotto, people. Nah, I was going to say, then we'd be here for another eight years. <laughs> now that we got the rapid fire songs. Yeah. Uh, did we talk about that in the last episode? We finally got rapid fire in there and Duff McKay. Oh, yeah. Somebody, uh, that's another piece of news we should talk about. Somebody in our Discord sent us a Thanks. link, uh, mm-hmm. which was Wilson, wasn't it? Wilson oh. 89. I'm bad with name with screen names. Yeah, I mean, if you want to mention him, sure, I wasn't going to, but sure. Give, give oh, the guy more shout outs. He deserves it. Was that? Was he a dick to you or something? No, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't want to get people in shit for, like, sharing files. No, I mean, Wilsong89. Well, no, he didn't share any files. He just sent us a link to a Loudwire article about how uh, Duff McKagan is about to release a new EP to go along with his uh, How to Be a Man book. Yeah, but that was that was old already. You're saying to add that into our set list. Is that already in there? It should be. There's like a three-song EP on Spotify. Okay, well, we'll investigate and see if it's already yeah. in there or not. But, uh... Oh, that's old? So that's old news. Oh, shit. Yeah, because I think you just mentioned that in the server, like in, the, in our little chat oh, there. Because okay. I don't know if it was added. I don't know if we have it on our list yet. We'll add those anyways. Uh, in the future, I'll tell you, we're, uh... Later on tonight, uh, when we do extra, we're going to do a watch-along. I'll tell you a good watch-along, if Netflix mm-hmm. still has it someday, that we should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duff McKagan. Uh, oh, so it's easy. so easy? Yeah. And Another? I yeah. think it's still on here. Hang on. I'll look it up. I'm actually have Netflix kind of open right now. Oh, yeah, because... Uh-huh. I turned mine off. My TV is bad to get uh, that uh, where the image burns into it. Mm. It's an older TV. Like, it's getting replaced one of these days, sooner than later. But Mm. uh, right now, uh, what sucks is, okay, when I edit my, when I do the thumbnails and I'm editing the show, I have to go into my storage room where I keep my other computer, the one that's got all my Photoshop and everything on it. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, sit down in that wobbly ass, broke ass chair in there, <laughs> and uh, mm. and it's hot as hell in there. And so, like the other day, I thought, why do I do this to myself? Why don't I just bring it in here, hook it up to the TV? So that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, what I do. Yeah, it's how I do things. So it's really nice to have everything kind of now easier to get to. Yes. Easy. That's how I like them. Like, I like my women. I like, I like my work. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Axel likes them. I should have well, threw in the end so easy out intro right there. That's okay. Good and perfect. Missed opportunity. It happens. So we'll, we'll hit this. Get your shit together. Uh, <laughs> Paul Stanley 
says that Kiss won't be disappearing into thin air after the farewell tour is over. Uh, yeah. Well. Holy shit. Go figure. <laughs> okay. Just, we yeah. all knew that, that was a cash grab. Yeah, literally it's just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to replace myself in Gene because, you know, we've already made our money and we're too lazy to do anything about it anymore. <laughs> so it's going to be like Rockstar in excess, but Rockstar Kiss. It's going to replace them two, and it's like, oh, hey, Eric and Tommy, you can deal with these fucking idiots. <laughs> we got two new, we got a new singer and a new bass player. I mean, it's perfect. Anyone can be in Kiss. I should try out for this. All I got to do is fucking lip sync the songs. I know, right? Yeah, you play guitar. There you go. Yeah, I could literally just be like, yeah, I can well, dude, I play this bass. Yeah, dude, this could be our new, our new, our new, our new deal, man. Yeah, we may have to, we may have to cut this whole podcast loose, man, and we got to go join. We just got to go join Kiss, man. Yeah, well, there we go. We'll just, we'll just turn us to a Kid Cat, Kiss Cast. Sorry, Pot of Thunder. <laughs> oh, they would hate us. <laughs> we're gonna do the I, same thing, but we're gonna do it better. <laughs> just to be honest, I'm bullheaded enough that I want to see this project that we're doing here with Guns and Radios through to the end. Mm-hmm. So, like, you would see us. <laughs> crammed into a huddle with yeah. our makeup on talking really fast because we only got like 10 minutes before we gotta get... <laughs> <laughs> I mean like that would ever fucking happen but it's really funny to think about oh yeah Dude, I could lip sync with the best of them I don't know man oh, oh see I would be Gene because I'm playing bass I, I could do that I don't know man oh, yeah. you think you're uh, flamboyant enough to pull off a of Paul Stanley oh definitely I mean, I don't have the good enough impersonation as you do, but, like, it's all right. I'm just miming everything. Are you guys ready to rock and roll? Oh, yeah. (laughs) There you go. A little practice. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Call us, Kiss Folk. You got Mm -hmm. our number. Get on our Discord. (laughs) Yeah. Even speaking of Kiss, apparently they're going to have a biopic next year. They're going to have a what? A biopic. Well, I mean, there's a documentary this year. And then, yeah, according to their manager, there's, there's a, if all goes to plan, they're going to have another bio, a biopic next year, next nice. summer, to coincide with the final show. That's awesome, dude. I really hope that happens. Yeah, that's the trend that. now, so I mean. I mean, I've got Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park on DVD. True. There's, there's always Kiss Save Santa. Dude, <laughs> if you want to see a test and finding something on the internet... Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park is a good quality version of it. They have done a great job of sweeping that under the rug. But me and my buddy Reese, we both like cheese, like Adam West Batman kind of cheese. And mm. from what scenes I saw of this, I knew it was going to be cheesy. I was like, oh, this is going to be good and cheesy. And, uh, I ended up finding a guy in California that had a copy of it and talked him into making me a copy and mailing it to me. So literally I had to I had to go into old school wrestling tape trading <laughs> mode to get my Just hands. This movie. Yeah, to get my hands on this movie cuz I I wanted to have it by the time my buddy Reese came up to see Kiss. And it came in, like it was meant to be, dude. It came Mm. in, our KISS weekend, there was so much just KISS shit that fell into our lap, like like it was meant to be. 
Uh, it mm. started out where uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom on DVD finally came, arrived. I didn't think it was coming. I'd give up on it. But, you know, I, I mean, it was what it was. But uh, it finally got here while he was here. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, we we decided to save the movie till after the concert. And uh, so we went to Kansas City that day. We went into All Gaffietti's right. uh, restaurant in Kansas City, mm-hmm. grabbed some nachos, and there was some little place, maybe it was in the restaurant while we were waiting, I don't remember, but randomly we bumped into a Kiss pinball machine. <laughs> it was fate. I'm telling you, man. And then, you know, we saw the show and came back and watched the movie. But I'm really excited for that. I didn't even know that until just now, so. Yeah, man. That could be a future watch-along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these watch-alongs. At least we're planning something for extra now. Yeah. Yeah, I just BSing our way through it. <laughs> hmm. I like BSing our way through it, though. It adds yeah. to the charm. Absolutely. Of what we do. All right. Well, with that, speaking of watch-alongs, uh, uh, I got uh, uh, let's segue. There we go. I'm just gonna segue yeah. over to uh, on this day in rock and roll history. Go back into history. I don't got many of these this week, uh, mostly because I wrote my notes by hand, so I only picked out the four I like the best. <laughs> so. Uh, if in the future if another episode falls on February 24th, we'll just try to pick up different ones. Yes. All right. Which uh, here's some good ones though. Some pretty pretty cool things happened in 1956. This is really going to show. You remember the days of when rock and roll was the devil? Oh yes. On Great this... days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this makes me think of that movie Dirty Dancing. By the way. In 1956, uh-huh. police in Cleveland enforce a 1931 ordinance that barred people from dancing in public unless accompanied by an adult. What the fuck? Is this the premise for the movie Footloose? Oh, Footloose. That's what I was thinking about. It's basically Footloose. You can't dance here, white boy. <laughs> yeah, Footloose happened on this day in 1956. <laughs> Footloose. That's the inspiration of Footloose. Well, what Technically, was Footloose. dancing about then? I don't know, Patrick Swayze having the time of his life that he never felt this way before. Okay, let me let me tell you this. Something. Both Footloose and Dirty Dancing. When I was a kid, uh, I had a friend who was a girl. Mm-hmm. She wasn't my girlfriend. We were just little kids that played together. Mm-hmm. And her favorite movies were Footloose and Dirty Dancing. I hated these movies. Mm-hmm. And that's my only recollection of them. And once yeah. I escaped... Her house, when we when my parents would go, you know, play cards and shit with her parents, and we would have to play together. Once I escaped mm-hmm. that situation, uh, I never had an inkling to put those fucking movies back in the VCR. Mm-hmm. So, but there you go. Footloose happened on this day in 1956. Then in 1963, this is a really mm-hmm. neat one. In 1963, the Rolling Stones became the house band at the Station Hotel in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much do you think they made on their first night? Hmm. 100 bucks. 100 bucks? Close. Yeah. Oh. They made $67. Ah! 
to entertain a crowd of 66 people. I don't know what that is in pounds because I converted it before I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah, well, shit, it's like a dollar a person. Yeah, I know, right? The Almost. Rolling Stones. Imagine that. Keith mm-hmm. Richards, Mick Jagger getting paid $67. Mm-hmm. But they were the house band, so, so 67 bucks a night. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. It's one of those things you still have to have a real job. Yeah, then split between, you know, how many people in the band, and oh, everyone's getting paid at, like, $2 at best. Yeah, good mm. point. And then in 1969, <laughs> nice, the Jimi Hendrix Experience would play <laughs> their last show before breaking up the following June. Wow. I didn't realize that, but now that I think about it, it's like, mm. yeah, that makes sense. And finally, the last one I got is uh, in 1998, Elton mm-hmm. John was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. Wow, nice. Good for him. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the idea of knighting somebody, I get that it's like an honor thing over there now. Mm-hmm. When you really think about what a knight is supposed to do, do you really want Elton John... <laughs> Patrick Stewart <laughs> defending the queen. <laughs> I mean, I, maybe I just understand UK history wrong, which is very possible. Mm-hmm. I barely understand American history, so I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. That made me giggle. Well, I, I'm out of shit to talk about, so unless you got something... Yeah, should we uh, get into our song? Get into, uh, yeah, this week's song. Yeah, Alright, let's take a break, and when we come back, we will listen to I Love You by Duff McKagan. That guitar riff, what am I? What do I know it from? Is it kind of? I'm thinking of Pearl Jam, maybe like Jeremy Spoken. Is that a not little, a similar riff? A little bit, but I feel yeah. The the one from Jeremy's a little more faster. It goes do 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 do. This one or that one's a little more slower. This is a little more faster. Okay, but it's a little similar. It could like slightly. I don't know. Uh, that was yeah. just the first thing I thought of when I was hearing this. Is it kind of they sounded a little similar with that guitar riff there, but then mm-hmm. it also kind of made me think about uh, is it State of Grace that has that uh, either State of Grace or perhaps I'm kind of rem- I'm having trouble remembering from from those because I don't have them anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, let's move on. I see a picture in a magazine I look away Still see the stare at me So I guess it's about his wife then Isn't she a model? 
Yeah, I don't know. Was he married to her at the time? Or probably maybe they were dating at this time, I think. I don't know. It says, It's been four months since you've gone away. My bed is empty and my heart still feels the pain. I see your picture in the magazine. I look away, but I still see you staring at me. Maybe it's about another model he was dating. Maybe Duff just dates the models. Yeah, probably. Um, do do. Well, while you find that out, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play a little further. Yeah, cause dude, dude's been married a few times. Oh, uh, okay. So his first mm-hmm. wife, yeah, yeah, first wife married '88, divorced in 1990, '92 married some other woman. And then that ended in September of 95. So unless he's talking about the second wave, because he didn't marry Susan Holmes until, like, 99. When did he write the song? This album was in 1993. Oh, okay. Did this song ever come out on another album? No, this was... Was it on Believe In Me or anything, or is it... Yeah, this was just Believe In Me. And, like, you look at the track list of this album, and there's, like, like so many, like, features. It's insane. Okay. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking of the last Duff song we did. It was on an unreleased album. Yeah, you're thinking of Beautiful Disease. But this yeah. is actually, like, there's a lot of, like, slashes on a couple of songs. Dude, you got Sebastian Bach and, um, the, who's the guitarist for Skid Row there? Snake Sabo, yeah. Yeah. Jeff Beck. Lenny Kravitz is on a track here. Like, Duff's, this, this album, Believe in Me, I think is probably, uh, from what I can tell, gonna end up being the better of the Duff albums. Yeah. Definitely. This was also released as a promo single in, in my research. I'm just looking at here. Okay. So this is definitely like, uh, uh, yeah. So far, it's one of the better tough songs we listen to. Oh yeah. definitely grunge inspired because of that transition there makes me think of uh uh for some reason i got to thinking about runaway train by soul soul asylum Mm -hmm. is what that trans that just that transition between the course uh when it kind of came back into the uh into the the verse i don't know why it made me think of that i'm not saying they sound alike i'm just saying like the technique there of the was similar yeah, this was around the time where, like, grunge started to blow up, too. So, I mean, like, the early to mid-90s. But you can still hear the GNR influence in it. That's the thing I feel like's missing with a lot of these solo tracks. Yeah, because I feel like with this one, it could it's like a B-side to, like, Use Your Illusion or something. Like, especially the yeah. chorus sounds very, like, Use Your Illusion-esque. Like, it's something yeah. that, like, I could definitely see maybe Axel adding better vocals to it or more lyrics. But, like, it definitely could have been on Use Your Illusion, I think. Or at song. least doing the chorus or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like excellent backing vocals. Yeah, that would be dope. That would be kick ass. Yeah. yeah. 
it's got a very catchy chorus that comes in the way the chorus comes in yeah this chorus is like catchy as all hell like i even listened to this song like last week a bit and it's been like stuck in my head all week <laughs> it's it, it, i feel like it is one of the better but oh yeah You lost me at Rye, bud. That shit is gross. Yeah, I'm more of a whiskey guy. <laughs> We're seeing Duff's punk rock side in this uh, mm-hmm. section of the song. say that Duff does look tired these days <laughs> yeah please ripped tired <laughs> dude straight to the fucking gills bro I know right <laughs> alright if I thought I needed you why would I be looking at chicks and looking at French fashion magazines okay yeah, my man Duff gonna, don't need no Vogue or Vanity jerk Fair. Jerk off to what you got to jerk off to, I guess. I mean, Good housekeeping. But you got to remember, this is before <laughs> the internet. I remember the days of the Victoria's Secret catalog very well. Um, oh, yeah. Everyone <laughs> talks about that one fair faucet poster. <laughs> <laughs> J.C. Penny catalog. Uh, what else? Did we... <laughs> <laughs> oh, did Sears have a catalog, though? I don't know, man. <laughs> You know, he's going to be some tough times when you're jerking off to Sears, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, I remember being 14 years old, thumbing to the thong section in the Victoria's Secret catalog. <laughs> the 90s were a rough time, folks. You kids today don't understand how good you got it. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> We had our imaginations <laughs> and a catalog. <laughs> and every now and then, if you was lucky, you'd have that friend whose dad collected Playboys, and he would have so many of them that you could steal one. Yeah, you wouldn't know the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. All right. So, ratings. Ratings. What you thinking? What you thinking? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna give this a solid three because, like, 
I've definitely over the last like week of listening to the song a few times here and there. I've enjoyed it. You know, it's a good, it's catchy chorus. Uh, it's definitely one of the better Duff songs, especially like this album as a whole. Like from bits and pieces I've listened to over time, like it's probably I would say this is Duff's best solo album. I'd say by far. I haven't really listened that much to Tenderness at all, but like I like this like work, especially because yeah. this song sounds like it, it could also be like a, a GNR song in a sense, maybe like. Like a different like, like I said before, like a few minutes ago, like how it could be like a, it sounds like a user illusion style song. Like yeah. it basically, it sounds like a user illusion demo that Duff had, and then Duff said, "Screw this, I'm just going to use it for myself." And then I mean, basically did this. Yeah, I think it uh, it reminds me a lot of you can't put your arms around a memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a sense, it's kind of got that vibe to it. But if, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see this making a better GNR song. Like, if the the only, I, I'm with you, by the way. I'm going to give mine a three also. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I would probably uh, listen to this again if it comes up on Spotify. Or I may actively seek it out on Spotify. I know mm-hmm. since Messages came along, I've been seeking that song out a lot more often. Uh, yeah. Which is the, the goal of this show. Part of the point is to find new music. Oh, absolutely. As well, so. We all have been. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just another one of the ones that I I can say, yeah, I'd listen to that again. Oh, yeah, I've put this one in the playlist or two, so I can't complain. Damn right. Uh, Well, you ready to spin the wheel? Let's do that, sir. What are we going to do next week? Let's, let's find out what's going to happen. Next week. Alright, we're getting some more slash. We're gonna be Ooh. doing Wicked Stone. Oh, this is another good one. Nice, we've been getting some bangers here lately, man. Damn, uh, good luck has been on our side, it looks like, so I can't complain. Damn right. Damn right, and we're going back to World on Fire, too. Oh, is that from World on Fire? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Wicked Stone is from World on Fire. I'm pretty, yeah, I believe so. Hang on, I'm going to double check this now, so I don't... Okay, well, so no why one, you do no that? one in the comments is like, uh, you don't know your fucking Slash music. I'm just like, there's so much fucking Slash music. Well, shit, I, I don't supposed know, to know this shit. Izzy or my Duff music either, so... Uh, let me tell you, while you time. look that up, I'm going to tell everybody what's going on today on GunsAndRadio.com. If you slide on over to GN Extra this week, we actually have a plan. Check us out. Let's hit that applause button. Yes, thank you. We mm. did the thing that we said we would do. It was yes. a long-awaited plan. Yeah, we've actually been... Man for this one. Yeah, I've been I've been bitching. I've been bitching and moaning and wanting to do this for a while. We are going to for the next three weeks in GN Extra, we are gonna watch The Dirt mm-hmm. by Motley Crue in thirty minute segments. So if you wanna watch along, get on Netflix, go to where we tell you to go when we tell you to go. And uh for the next three weeks we're gonna do a three week watch along and uh we are going to check out the dirt, and I'm sure we're going to have some great conversation and uh, enjoy that. Get to see our old friend Tom Zutod in a movie. 
Yeah, and uh, we'll see a quick slash appearance as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, they don't say Slash, but the guy looks very Slash-esque. Yeah. And speaking of Slash, yes, I was right. Wicked Stone is on World on Fire. So we're back again to that great fucking Slash album. I can't wait. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, are you ready to go home for this, for the main show? Let's send him home, because I still love you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I think it's funny that we're recording this on, right at Valentine's Day. Yeah, it won't be released for another two weeks, so like yeah. the jokes are yeah. just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but we hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for uh, listening along. Head over to GunsAndRadio.com, check out GN Extra, pull up Netflix, get the dirt ready, and uh, join us as we and watch it with us. We'll see you next week. Peace.